1: Doctor Who has been a British institution for almost six decades now. And like all such institutions, it has had its fair share of scurrilous rumours, half-truths, and outright lies. So let's take a look at some of the most ridiculous items of fake Whos in the history of the show and see if we can detect any truth to them. With that in mind, I'm Ellie with Who Culture and these are 10 insane Doctor Who rumours that never happened. Number 10. Robert Mugabe has missing Doctor Who episodes. Due to a shocking lack of commercial foresight and cultural appreciation, much of the early years of Doctor Who is no longer available. Thanks to the efforts of self-styled Indiana Jones impersonator come internet troll Philip Morris and record producer, overly-thorough genealogist Ian Levine, Many of these lost works have now been rediscovered. Missing Doctor Who episodes have been dug up in all manner of places, from church basements to Hong Kong and Nigerian broadcasting stations. Since 2013, rumors have persisted that someone holds a copy of every missing episode of Doctor Who and has a list of insane demands they want fulfilled before they even consider returning them to the BBC. That man? Deceased Zimbabwean Prime Minister Robert Mugabe. No, not really, but back in 2009, The Sun ran an article which claimed that Zimbabwe had bought the first series of Doctor Who back in the 60s for broadcast in the country. Due to the poor diplomatic relations between the UK and Zimbabwe, Following their dismissal of the Commonwealth, it has proved difficult for UK researchers to get in and root through the archives. But Mugabe has been dead for almost three years now and, as far as we're aware, hadn't listed all seven episodes of Marco Polo in his will. Number 9 Johnny Depp is the Doctor Back in 2010, following his departure from the series, Russell T Davies was already rumoured to be considering a return to Doctor Who. Reports suggested that a feature film was in development, scripted by Davies, with Johnny Depp as the preferred casting for the role of the Doctor. As a newspaper report, it smacks of something an office junior in the entertainment section would come up with on a bank holiday. After all, Johnny Depp is the kind of quirky actor who is often suggested as a big-screen doctor by people who have never seen Doctor Who before. More interesting is what has happened since. Depp's reputation has taken a bit of a battering and it's likely he'd be allowed nowhere near the role nowadays. Back in 2014, however, during the North Korean hack of Sony, emails were leaked that spoke of an interest in making a Doctor Who feature film. Stephen Moffat vetoed the idea, but a few months later, Russell T Davies stated an interest in writing a screenplay. With Russell returning to the show, and production company Bad Wolf being acquired by Sony, we may get that Doctor Who feature film after all. Number eight, Peter Jackson to direct Doctor Who. Peter Jackson is a bit of a Doctor Who fan. It wasn't just Sylvester McCoy's performance in King Lear that convinced the director to cast him in the Hobbit trilogy. Back in 2013, there were persistent rumors that Jackson was to direct an upcoming episode of Doctor Who. It's unclear how true this was, Jackson was certainly interested and said as much in interviews. Indeed, Peter Capaldi, Jackson and his daughter recorded a daft video together when the Doctor Who team visited New Zealand, but surely the logistics of getting an Oscar-winning Hollywood director from New Zealand to a studio in Cardiff were too much of a headache for the BBC. What may have happened is that the rumour was a bit of a mishmash of Jackson's own desire to do a Doctor Who, and the fact that the opening episodes of Series 8 were to be directed by Ben Wheatley. Another bearded director who started out in low budget horror. The mind boggles. Number seven, Peter Capaldi and Stephen Moffat to remake on the buses. In what was surely a willful misreading of some top notch deadpan Scottish sarcasm it was reported that Peter Capaldi and Stephen Moffat wanted to reboot the old UK sitcom on the buses for modern audiences. The source of this nonsense was a panel during the pair's final Doctor Who appearance at the San Diego Comic-Con. Peter Capaldi joked that he wanted to bring the Of It's Time sitcom back to screens, and bore a passing resemblance to the actor Stephen Lewis. Stephen Moffat joined in on the joke by quipping, we are working our way through the classics, so it is bound to come up. It's hardly surprising that the joke fell on dead ears amongst the audience in San Diego. In the history of British sitcoms, On the Buses was hardly a global cult hit like Fawlty Towers or Mr Bean. Capaldi and Moffat were clearly just being mischievous, but the fact that the joke has been reported as a next possible project for the pair shows just how keen audiences are to see more from them. Number six, Pamela Anderson as a new companion. There were as many Doctor Who comeback rumors in the 1990s as there were unlicensed spin-off videos and audio plays. One of the strangest rumors came in 1995, a year prior to the Paul McGann TV movie. It's strange because there is a lot of truth to it but none of it was the potential casting. The Daily Mail reported that Eric Idle was to play the Doctor in a new co-production between the BBC, Universal, and Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television. That co-production turned out to be the McGann movie, of course and the original pitch document featured a plotline that would see the Doctor trying to find his long-lost father, Ulysses. The newspaper article cites that Peter O'Toole was to play the part of the Doctor's dad. It also suggested that the Doctor would, as ever, be joined on his travels by a female companion, to be played by Pamela Anderson, then riding high on her popularity from Baywatch. As we would find out a year later, all of this came to nothing, and it's likely that the report came from some names thrown around in a production office rather than any concrete casting. Something that Eric Idle noted recently when he retweeted an old press cutting stating, this is so made up. Number 5. Plastic David Beckham In the run-up to Doctor Who's Return to Our Screens in 2005, there was a tabloid report that claimed to know the plot of the opening episode. It correctly claimed that the Doctor would once again face off against the Autons, last seen in the 1970s. From there, the story's accuracy promptly fell off a cliff. The plot, claimed the article, would involve the Autons replacing prominent celebrities with plastic duplicates in what would essentially be a remake of Spearhead from Space for the Heat magazine generation. One of the unfortunate duplicated celebrities would be David Beckham, In a bit of casting that was sure to draw the crowds for the show's return. It's not quite clear where this rumour came from, whether it was a joke made by Russell T Davies in a production meeting that got leaked and taken out of context, or whether it was a mischievous fan over on Outpost Gallifrey. Either way, it's probably just as well that such a potentially cheesy children-in-need sketch of an idea didn't see the light of day. Number 4. TARDIS NO MORE You don't mess with the TARDIS. Look what happened back in 2004, when the production team had the audacity to make the new police box prop too fat and got the windows all wrong. 1980s producer John Nathan Turner knew just how integral the blue box was to the show, and also knew what good publicity it would be to threaten to do away with the TARDIS's police box shell. Perhaps buoyed by the response to the shocking cliffhanger at the end of Frontios Part 1, where the TARDIS is blown to smithereens, he decided to promote the opening of Season 22, by telling the press that the shape of the TARDIS was about to change. Which it does, albeit briefly, in a bit of disposable padding in the opening minutes of 1985's Attack of the Cybermen. Deciding to finally fix the chameleon circuit, the newly regenerated Sixth Doctor lands on Earth inside a fabulously painted French dresser. As the ship continues to change shape to the chagrin of the Doctor, it eventually resettles on the police box shape. Thank goodness. Number 3. Adam is Davros Alas, poor Adam. We hardly knew you. Earning the dubious pleasure of being the only Doctor Who companion to be properly evicted from the TARDIS for trying to profit from visiting the future. But what happened after he was dumped on Earth with a great big hole in his head? Many Doctor Who fans clearly wanted Adam to take some revenge against his treatment by the Doctor and got their wish in the 2013 IDW 12-issue anniversary series Prisoners of Time, in which he joined forces with the Master. Before that, however, a rumour was doing the rounds on the forums that Adam would return in the closing episode of Series 1. Most fans had guessed that the Daleks would be back in force, and this rumour posited that they would be led by Adam, or as he would now be known, Davros. The only basis for this seems to be his previous links to the Daleks, and the fact that he had a great big hole in his forehead where you could put a blue eye. Some fans held firm when the Emperor Dalek was revealed and believed that he would instead return as the creator of the Cybermen in Series 2. Number 2. Paul Daniels is the Doctor. If anything is indicative of how Doctor Who was viewed by UK tabloids before the 2005 barnstorming return, it's this insane rumour. By the time of the article's publication in 2004, Paul Daniels had been largely out of the spotlight, with his most recent TV appearance of note being in a Louis Theroux documentary three years previously, which had interrogated whether Paul was ready to retire. Clearly not, if the Sunday people was to be believed. It feels like something that was completely made up to fill space during a slow news week. He may even be able to use his magic to defeat Daleks and Cybermen, the article quips. And it would be interesting to see how a cup and ball trick could take out Scarrow's finest. It concludes by suggesting that Shane Ritchie and Stephen Fry are also in the frame for RTD's new series. All of which seem equally unlikely, albeit for very different reasons. Anyway, Paul Daniels never did play the Ninth Doctor. But can you imagine him in that iconic Series 1 trailer with Christopher Eccleston running away from an explosion? Number 1. Woody Allen as Albert Einstein. 2007's Christmas special Voyage of the Damned, featuring Kylie Minogue, is the highest rated episode of the modern series, a record not likely to be bested anytime soon. It's a known fact that this festive disaster movie could have also featured Dennis Hopper who was keen to make an appearance in the series. Eventually, RTD nixed the idea, worrying that the inclusion of Hopper would draw attention from the star casting of Kylie as Astrid. However, another Hollywood figure was also being linked to Doctor Who in the press. Comedian, writer, director and clarinet player Woody Allen was tipped to be playing Albert Einstein in the upcoming Christmas special. As a casting suggestion, you can certainly see it. However, quite how the rumour came about is unclear. A combination of the discussions with Dennis Hopper and the historian character Mr. Copper, perhaps? Given everything that's come out over the last few years, it's probably for the best that Woody Allen in Doctor Who was just an unfounded rumour. Fans on Twitter are still battling over whether or not to erase talons of Wang Chiang and the work of Gareth Roberts from the canon. And we don't need another pitched battle.